What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The force will be with you. Always. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Star Wars Alliance Podcast, your home on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Podcast Network for any and all things Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Katie Mitchler, and joining me, as always, my illustrious co-host, the co-host of many podcasts, Clay. Clay, how are you doing today? I am doing well. You know, I uh, I have my my one and only. I have two Star Wars shirts. This one <laughs> I felt was very appropriate for those who are listening instead of watching. Uh, I'm not going to give it away yet, uh, but. Of course, if any of us have seen episode five of, of course, the book of Boba Fett, we all know what happened. Mm-hmm. We all know what's we're, what we're going to be talking about today. But it's it was so fun. Um, the news in the past week has been kind of crazy and surprising. Uh, you know, uh, just a small little uh, inkling of, of, of the news that we're going <laughs> to talk about. The Lego Star Wars trailer drop. Ah! 
And the very first thing Katie said in our GUA chat was, oh, crap, they made it complicated. (laughs) (laughs) So it, in fact, uh, I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited about the casting news that we've gotten for Ahsoka and everything else. So really, really happy to be here tonight. Yes, me too. We've got a lot to talk about. And we do have a special guest today illustrious senior critic of Full Circle Cinema and one of my good friends, James Poole. James, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Um, It's really nice to be super into a Star Wars thing again, (laughs) because in terms of the more mainstream stuff like The Mandalorian, I was into it, but it wasn't my absolute favorite. So the Book of Boba Fett has been heaven for me. And then we get this episode (laughs) and there's a lot to talk about. So I'm really flattered to be on here, really excited to dig into Star Wars and give a sort of more casual fans perspective. Yeah, when you've been like in our um, group chat, it's been nice to see like you get excited about something Star Wars. So it's like, okay, like I got to get James on here at some point. And then you were like, well, I can come this week. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So here <laughs> you are. Um, but y'all, before we get into episode discussion or any of the news we have, um, uh, we got to hit the podcast paperwork side of things. So first things first, like I said, Star Wars Alliance is a part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance podcast network. We have eight shows, seven days a week. You've got Slice of Film, currently on hiatus. Uh, then on Monday, that's on Sundays, you've got Mondays, you've got Ranger Alliance, as well as World's Finest True Believers. Tuesdays, you've got DC Alliance. Wednesdays, Superhero Discussions. Thursdays, our day, it's Star Wars Alliance Day. Uh, and then Fridays, you've got Marvel Alliance. And then every other saturday you've got a walk through the multiverse so those are our shows uh we do also have a patreon where we have two tiers the one dollar tier helps keep the kyber crystals charger on here and the five dollar tier gets y'all excuse me ad free episodes exclusive episodes and any early episodes we may drop uh marvel alliance just dropped their first patreon exclusive uh which is a rewatch of captain america and the oh gosh agent carter that's her name one shot so you can go check that out on patreon right now as i've said previously i'm going to be doing a comics corner for star wars as well as a legendary star wars conversations to talk about legend star wars books that i'm reading so those are the ones you can check out if you're interested in some star wars content um this uh the network is an ad supported network unless you're on patreon of course uh so we do appreciate you listening to the ads and we will give you a warning before those occur but just so y'all know now we don't get to choose who the ads are from nor how loud they are nor how many times you hear the same ad in the same episode so that warning is just to kind of help you prepare those volume levels we do appreciate you listening to the ads as they do help support the podcast and the network as a whole uh and last i think i think last oh no um if we, we finally have two entries in our uh, giveaway, Claire. We do. Yes, we do. Yes, I want to thank personally S-Bubs here in the chat. And, of course, Charlie, who is a very, very fond listener of the GUA and Geekverse uh, podcast networks. Uh, he did submit his uh, review in, uh, I think it was either yesterday or the day before. So thank mm-hmm. you, Charlie. Um, again, guys, Nathan is in the chat. He needs 10 people in order to <laughs> even be entered into this contest. Of course, Nathan being our, uh, our third wheel, of course, the OG uh, yep. Star Wars Alliance host. Uh, 
And we thought it would just be unfair if his name would just plop in there and then him win, you know? So Probably. we need we need we need 10 at least 10 entries for that 11th contender of Nathan being in there. Uh but uh yes, we do have a contest from uh Organic Price Books, of course the Oh shoot, uh words. Uh you know what? Old speaking Republic, speaking of words, one. I just want to say have any of you have you two been hooked on Wordle as much as I have recently? Yes. It is so dumb. <laughs> I I know it's dumb. I know it's dumb. I know it's just one of those things that happens like throughout like there's a new trend that always happens like every 5 years or so <laughs> and there's a new game and it happened with Flappy Bird, now there's Wordle. Like it it's so stupid and I'm like I'm figuring out in the sense of like how like I cannot think of five letter words yeah like, yeah it's it's like i've never even understood english whenever those like blank bars are there i'm just like uh 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 but anyway words organic price books is of course the sponsor that's the word i was looking for for marvel alliance here on the gua uh go to their website use the code uh marvel uh gua and you can get two dollars off on every single purchase every single time you go to that website so, the book that we're giving away, though, is the uh, Star Wars Old Republic omnibus that is out of print, and you can't get it anywhere else. So, please, so please, please, please submit your reviews on Apple Podcasts. Send us a screenshot, either at Star Wars Alliance or at uh, Slice of Katie or to myself at Fanboy Clay, and we will enter you in for that chance to win that book. We will be choosing a winner the episode after the finale of the book of Boba Fett. Yes. And so y'all, and another way to get an additional entry, because you do have to do the review no matter what, but a good way to get an additional entry is to retweet and like, as well as make sure you're following the Star Wars Alliance uh, Twitter account. And you can retweet and like that pinned tweet. And that will get you entered an additional time if you've sent us the review screenshot. So with that, y'all, um, let's dive into some news, I'd say. Are we ready? Right. Yes. yes, yes. All right. So we're going to go in the direction that everyone knew I was going to go in as soon as this gameplay trailer came out. Lego Skywalker Saga. It has a release date. Amazon has updated the shipping date. So April 5th. 2022 i'm taking the six off at least <laughs> <laughs> you know i am taking so many days off this year and i'm worried that my job will start to realize <laughs> hey wait a second what is clay really doing on his days off um uh i'm taking off two days for the batman possibly um to watch it premiere night and then the same day that we're doing our review here on the gua um with this game with this trailer i was expecting just kind of highlights of the old games and then kind of the newer stuff it right. seems and it is in fact they have built this game from the ground up new system everything it and no longer kind of disappoints me <laughs> it kind of no longer looks like a regular lego game like in, no it doesn't mm -hmm. It is genuinely something that is a little bit more evolved, and I I do like that. I thought I like that. This is essentially what f technically 
you could possibly say six, no, nine games in one, but technically they usually do the prequels, the the original trilogy all by themselves. So three games in one. So what did you guys think of this gameplay trailer? All right, James, you go first. (laughs) Yeah. So one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time is actually a really recent one. It's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. And watching this trailer, I felt like this sort of reminds me a lot of Fallen Order in terms of the deepness of the combat. It could just be a very deceptive trailer, but just looking and hearing about all these combos gets me giddy. I love nothing (laughs) more than to have to really get in and learn the specifics of lightsaber and blaster combat. So Mm -hmm. that that alone has me hooked. Now, when you throw on these beautiful visuals and also this massive open world, I mean, did y'all count how many locations? Oh my there gosh. Were? It was in the so many planets. Way in the double digits. Mm-hmm. So just in terms of content alone and stuff to do and the complexity of it all, I'm hooked. This wasn't even a game I had on my radar because I thought it was just going to be a collection of Mm -hmm. the other ones but now yeah it's it's easily one of my most anticipated star wars games yeah spub says the combat reminds me a little bit of spider-man ps4 for some reason and i do have to agree when they highlighted the fact that there's going to be like actual combos to your fighting styles Mm -hmm. and how the shooting of the blasters is not just going to be very like hey kind of open analog how it used to be no you right. can have an over the shoulder camera aiming at everything and it look it looks great i now need star wars to do battlefront lego that's what Ooh. i need mm-hmm. that would, be, would cool. be amazing that would be crazy with the amount of legos just flying everywhere but i think it would be hilarious um Katie, what about you? What what was some highlights that you took from this trailer? So, y'all, just to kind of put in perspective how much of a game I got. I got a PS4 because I was like, okay, I've graduated college. I can do some gaming now. And I got, I got the Spider-Man PS4 collection. And then I tacked on Jedi Fallen Order. I have gotten 17% of the way through Jedi Fallen Order before I quit and was like, this is terrible. Um, I'm doing absolutely terrible, like can't do it. And I got like 0.03% through Spider-Man PS4 because I can't, I don't understand the combo thing. Like I'm just used to being able to like tap X twice and that gets me like a lightsaber, like smash thing. And so it's like the combos really scare me. Um, because I'm going to get lost and I'm going to forget things. And I know the screen's going to be right there, but it's also like, okay, now I've got to like aim the blaster where it's like, I used to just be able to like turn and like just shoot. And sometimes it would land. I, I do think <laughs> that the best thing about, cause, cause we were talking about it, even in the Geekverse discord guys, go mm-hmm. check them out. Uh, we talk video games, we talk movies, we talk all sorts of stuff in that discord. Um, but we were talking about how sometimes Lego can be very slim, uh, simplistic. And <laughs> that is not a bad thing whatsoever because usually Lego games are for are rated E for everyone. They're for the mm-hmm. family. You know, right. uh, you have your 
children play them and it is it is honestly a game that you can give children to be like hey this is your starter video game this is something that kind of introduces you to gaming and then the concepts will get you know kind of crazier as you evolve in your gaming i guess experience with this though i do think that there are going to be settings to be able to have like aiming assist so mm-hmm. i know for a fact that in uh, i believe I don't play a lot of the Lego games. The last two Lego games that I played was, I think, uh, Lego Avengers 2 and the Lego Batman 3. Um, Mm. I know that recently I got uh, the Lego DC Villains game for free on PS4, but I haven't played a whole lot. But I do know in those games, whenever you have to, for Spider-Man, you know, shooting the webs or for Batman throwing the batarangs, or Captain America throwing a shield. When you throw it, it does let you like guide the analog to like lock onto things and then you can throw them. Okay. So I still think that they're going to have some of those concepts in here to make sure it doesn't completely alienate those who did like the way Lego games have played before. Like I I don't think that they would completely just be like, "Nah, forget all those people. You need to evolve <laughs> with the gaming." you know, industry as it is in 2022, you know? That's my problem. I don't want to evolve. Like, I like (laughs) Mario Kart. Like, y'all, I'm in the middle of, like, 100%ing Lego Harry Potter part Mm -hmm. two, which is, like, five through seven, because I'm just, like, I'm very simple with my games, and Matt likes to make fun of me all the time for it. (laughs) I I can't believe you, because, like, he sat there watching me play Spider-Man, and I was, like, and I kept failing and I kept so, dying so, at the first boss. And it was just, it was miserable. S-Bubs brought the exact same thing that I was going to bring up. There is a mumble <laughs> mode. So every single character will just start mumbling instead of actually speaking their dialogue, which I think is absolutely mm-hmm. hilarious because that is just yes. one of the key things from Lego. Um, yes. But if they have something like that, there is going to be simplified controls as well. Uh, (laughs) i am really excited about this i think one thing that i got really excited about is the option for the deluxe edition the only thing Mm. now that my beautiful and loving wife got me for my birthday was an xbox (laughs) i have now been privileged with having a ps5 and xbox series x and a switch now i just need to decide what am i gonna play on because (laughs) because one thing also is they didn't outright say it in the trailer, but if you go onto like the gaming uh, screen of either uh, Steam or if you go like try to pre-order it somewhere, it does say, oh, online co-op. And I'm not entirely <gasps> sure if they say couch co-op, but I know couch co-op is one of the bigger things for mm. them as well. Couch co-op has always been a thing with Lego. Exactly. So I am sure that they are going to have couch co-op. Uh, available to us for me though i guess this could be a game that i could introduce because abby's been wanting to like get her feet wet in gaming i think Mm -hmm. lego is the Mm -hmm. best way to go Um, yes but i would also like to play with other people is this going to be something that can cross platform can i play with somebody if i'm on xbox and they're on playstation or if i'm on playstation can i play with a switch you know i would like to know some of those things so that way if not then I could definitely say, okay, I have to get this game on this platform so I can play with other people. 
you know? I know. Get it on PlayStation so you can play with me. Just kidding. I don't have <laughs> Well, I do, I do want to get... Uh, SWEP says Couch Co-op is a paid DLC, obviously. Uh, no, that's a <laughs> no joke. No way. But uh, speaking of DLC, they have the deluxe uh, edition that comes with Mando, Grogu, and a whole bunch of different planets and other characters to play with. This roster for this game is going to be massive. I do think that uh, I know that it's like the Skywalker saga, Mm -hmm. but I bet you anything they're going to play with stuff from the Clone Wars. They're going to play with stuff with Rebels. They're going to play, you know, with all sorts of these characters. And I am ready for it. That was going to be like, oh, sorry, Katie. Go. No, go for it, James. Uh, That was going to be my question is how much stuff outside of the nine films are we going to see in the game? Because I know that they did Lego Star Wars three, the Clone Wars. And that technically does play a big part in Skywalker saga. And even Mm. Mando, in a sense, does tie into the saga. So do you think that they're going to include that stuff in the game at launch? Or do you think they're going to see how it does and bring it in as DLC? I I think that... Oh, go ahead, Katie. You go first. You go first. So the DLC right now is only the character packs. Um, Mm Mm-hmm as far as uh what uh star wars leaks on reddit has so for me like but a lot of the external content is still across the planets and they haven't really made it feel like a traditional star wars game with a revamp that's literally just like you cycle through planets and you can like play through the specific movie stories but then there's other missions on the planet that you can go do Mm -hmm. that are external and everything, which is one thing I hate about Spider-Man. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it, they could have like a Rogue One, hey, go here and do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like one of the external missions. So it'll be interesting to see. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I, I kind of get the sense this could be something like, I'm going to give you all a deep cut real quick. Uh, the, Toy <laughs> Story, the Toy Story 3 game from way back in the day where they had an open world mode but they also yes. had just the main missions is that yes. is that kind of yeah. what they're doing that's yeah. basically i i think that's ex- you, you kind of put it right there on the nose uh mm-hmm. i because just like how katie was saying i do think that like if we go to like the rebel base mm-hmm. although we're playing through the story of like let's say uh what would be revenge of the sith you know, depending on look the location, you could probably see like a random Kira there, and you're like, "Well, that yeah. doesn't belong anywhere," but it's right there because of the planet that you're on. Yeah, and right. you're like, "Okay, Same thing with let's, like let's play with like the solo story for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. you go to Rogue One, like Katie was saying." Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. I know I'm definitely gonna at least take off April sixth. Um, because mine's gonna ship to me, so I don't know when it's gonna come in Tuesday. So I'm gonna take off Wednesday. So April sixth, y'all, I'm gonna have like a first hand experience. We're gonna just that's gonna be Lego Skywalker saga episode of Star Wars Alliance. Screw news. <laughs> that's all we're gonna talk about. I procrastinate with games so much that I probably won't get to it until April of next year. <laughs> but they're one good trailer away from me, maybe getting it in May. So. <laughs> Yeah, I I am very much 
like I said, contemplating on on asking off. Uh, this will definitely be a day one purchase for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if not, you know, having a little extra money to pre-order it beforehand. Um, but it will be that weekend, like all day playing on the weekend for sure. Yep. Um, but where do you want to go from here, Katie? Do you want to go to Ahsoka news or do you want to go with the video game route still? You want to go with Let, video let's games? Go ahead and finish the video games. All right. So it is said that three more Star Wars games, including Fallen Order, the sequel, um, are coming from EA's Respawn Entertainment. So from what I remember, uh, <laughs> there is a strategy-based uh, game uh, that is included in this from the developers of XCOM. Uh, if people yep. don't know exactly... Uh, what XCOM is quick google search youtube uh very uh turn base and everything else very strategy recently those guys have been uh making uh the midnight suns game for mm. uh marvel uh i think that is ea as well um that is something i'm very much looking forward to and i even said it in our goa chat if they want to make a sabak game <laughs> do it i will i will spend hours playing sabak i, I, I would that play would that awesome. on my phone i don't know if i'd necessarily play that console oh i would i would totally because well, so how would you put that in a so that in a so here's 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 the thing so Yu-Gi-Oh has been a very worldwide renowned card game that has been adapted into a console video game. Yes, you can play it on your phone, but they have adapted some mm. games for the consoles. Same thing for, I think it's called Gwent in Witcher. Mm. Uh, that is a game where inside the Witcher game, your character can go to certain places, certain pubs, and sit down and play that game. And it's a mini game inside of that game. Okay. The same thing would happen here. Like, I'm surprised that in the Fallen Order or any other Star Wars game that we've had, we haven't been able to play, you know, freaking, uh, oh shoot, I forgot the name, uh, Sabacc. Sabacc. <laughs> I was like, I'm so excited about it and I forgot the name. Uh, I'm surprised we, there hasn't been a Sabacc mini game inside of a game. Uh, so that's usually how they're introduced. And if they get really popular, because that's what happened with Gwent, it got so popular in the community of playing Witcher that the developers were like, oh, well, we'll just make that its own separate game and you can play that. Um, so I think it would sell, to be completely honest. Like, it, it would be the same as that of uh, Blizzard's Hearthstone and things like that. Yeah, I, I don't that. I don't see why not. Um, and with Respawn making these three new games, there's plenty of opportunities to sneak it in there as a trial run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Katie, I, I know we've we've talked a lot about <laughs> video games and your lack thereof as far as like the story based games. You know, Eclipse was one that we were kind of going back and forth and we said, hey, as you know, maybe Matt could be the one to play the entire <laughs> game through and you just sit there, take notes, pay attention, stuff like that. Are you looking at these in enthusiasm because it's more star wars content or would you be considering really playing through these i think the strategy game is really intriguing um i do just want to clarify something that everybody has kind of assumed that the jedi 
series game they're talking about is in fact a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. And it they haven't specifically said it's Jedi Fallen Order 2. It's just they just they're, say the next game in the action adventure Star Wars Jedi series. Yeah, that's the and, exact terminology. And there has been a lot of speculation on EA dropping stuff something for the Fallen Order. Um yeah. you know, very soon. We assume that it would have been E3, but E3 has since canceled and has rumors of like not even returning at all, even in virtual for 2022. Ooh. So we, we as like the gaming community don't exactly know when it would drop, but there has been a lot of really big gaming uh, uh, conferences and stuff like that has been booming because of uh, Jeff Keighley. He's been really big in all of that and really pushing that movement forward. Mm -hmm. So hopefully EA can get in contact with him and we get something soon. Hopefully. My biggest concern, going back to Lego Skywalker Saga, it was originally supposed to release in December 2020. (laughs) Y'all, video game developers, treat your developers right. Mm -hmm. Don't push them. Set out realistic expectations. And then... Lego Skywalker Saga shouldn't have even like said it was releasing and had two years of delay in my yeah. opinion. But it, so the only one I could really see playing just with this information is the strategy game because I've liked some of that stuff. Um, it, like if definitely if anything's mobile, I've found myself much more apt to play a mobile game versus a console game. Um, what was the other one? It was first person shooter, so like Battlefront or Call of Duty, and then the strategy, because I don't see playing the Jedi action-adventure, so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, we were just talking about delays. If this supposed Fallen Order sequel is delayed, like, five years, I'll wait. That's how much (laughs) I love Fallen Order. Um, That's exactly what I want out of my Star Wars uh, expanded content like that. Now, Katie, I'm going to have to disagree when it comes to the real-time <laughs> strategy games because every single year I tell myself, okay, I'm going to try to get into the genre. I'm going to try to do it, um, test out a new one. And each time, I don't get it. That's just not how my brain works. I, um, It's just too difficult. Now, this first-person shooter, I think, provides maybe the mo- is the one I'm most curious about because I'm not a huge fan of the newer Battlefront games due to their similarity to Battlefield, mm-hmm. yet I do love Titanfall. So I'm curious to see what kind of a game Respawn is going to make with this lens. So, again, over at the Geekverse uh, Discord, we were talking about this as well. Um, there was some real crazy callbacks to games that were as far back as I would say the Nintendo 64 and even like old school PlayStation and PC. Um, mm-hmm. The games that we were talking about, Shadow of the Empire. Um, I don't it. know if that was something. James, I always make fun of Katie for being the <laughs> runt of the family here at the GUA. James, <laughs> how, how old are you? So I am 25. 25 okay so y'all are around same age <laughs> uh but still old enough to remember at least the nintendo 64 i would of course. hope yes yeah so heir to the empire was like the number one star wars game for nintendo 64 in my household right we Wait, absolutely they made an heir to the empire game 
Shadow of the Empire. Did I say Heir to the Empire? Okay. Yeah, yeah you said sorry. Heir to the Empire. And sorry. I was like, wait, Maybe. Ron? What? <laughs> Shadows of the Empire was next. the uh, <laughs> Shadows of the Empire was the one that was it was so popular that mm. when the new version of the Nintendo 64 or the restock started to push for like Christmas sales and stuff like that, they mm. featured the game on the back of the box. Like that's when you know, like, oh, these are the games that you need to buy for the Nintendo 64. But even Travis Snell brought up a game that was called, um, I believe, uh, Dark Forces. And it looked mm. like your old school, like Duke Nukem, Doom-esque, you know. Uh, mm. It was very pixelated, but it's all first-person shooter. If wow, I think there is also a game, I have it on my wish list on PlayStation. Uh, it is the the commander, the clone trooper commander game. I always yeah. forget the name of it. Is it Republic Commando? Yes, yeah. Republic okay. Commando. There we go. Um, I always wanted to play that game. I remember the trailer vividly. Um, I remember like a like freaking like foaming at the mouth Wookiee going at you in the trailer <laughs> and like tr- stormtroopers like shooting it up. And I was like, oh my god, this is so crazy. Um I would be okay if there was a Doom or like Halo kind of feeling Star Wars game mm-hmm. for first person. I think that would be kind of cool. Bethesda would be a great studio to work on Star Wars, uh, do the work on Doom and Doom Eternal. So I would I would love to see them come into the fold, but Respawn more than has the gumption to handle this kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. It'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see... Um... James, you said you were talking about the strategy game. My, mm-hmm. I love logic puzzles. That's one of the biggest thing I have on my phone. So I right. really enjoy strategy. So it could go both ways. But yeah. that's that's <laughs> funny because you're you're saying that like Spider Man PS4 is you're like that's that's a little too hard. But then you're talking about some of the most um, intelligence consuming games. <laughs> I didn't like. I guess my memory isn't the best, but, like, I could track things as long as, like, I'm able to, like, write stuff out. So, like, the fact where you were, like, in Spider-Man having to, like, do, like, X triangle, Mm -hmm. triangle, square, I get... And you had to do that certain times. I was just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Quick time events. They're the curse of every video game, to be completely honest. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, is there any more about you know any opinions on these three games i i am looking forward to any and all video game news i will say 2022 has been stacked because of the amount of pushing that each developer has been having to do uh due to covid um but i hope that any and all of these games um are treated as their priority as well as you know uh, not having any complications like that of a uh, lego skywalker saga yep me too the last thing I got to say about the uh, video games is that my dream Star Wars video game would be something kind of like Super Star Wars from the Super Nintendo. Um, oh, wow. Like, like a really fun, difficult side scroller. It'd be inexpensive. Um, it would be a really good chance for an indie developer to kind of flex um, a cool retro art style. But you know, I'll just have to keep waiting, I guess. I will <laughs> say, James, recently... Indie titles have been really digging the side scrollers again. They've been awesome. digging the the eight bit stuff a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be surprised if even if it's like a small like 
freaking 10 to 15 dollar game that mm-hmm. some of these bigger ips are, are seeing the popularity in that and just like eh, this will give us an extra you know x amount of cash uh yeah, in our yeah. in our revenue so why not uh, i think that would be really really cool uh, but before sure. we move on into our last bit of news before the Book yep. of Boba Fett review, let's go ahead and take our very first ad break. Of course, guys, we do not choose the ads. We do not choose how many times they repeat themselves if they do. And we don't choose the volume. So please turn down that volume and we will be right back. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. So the last bit of news we got was a little bit of a jaw dropper. I was not expecting (laughs) this. Um, But I will say also, you know, a little wink winked over there to uh, Travis Snell. I think this person may be a little too popular for Star Wars, you know, Uh, (laughs) uh, James, I will say, uh, Travis Snell uh, is, of course, the host of the Geekverse uh, YouTube channel here in the in the podcast network. He has told us that sometimes when it comes to high profile actors and actresses, mm-hmm. when they make an appearance on Star Wars, it kind of takes them out right. of the feeling of Star Wars. So this casting we got for Ahsoka, <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Obi-Wan Kenobi's wife. <laughs> is going to be in Ahsoka. So, if you just randomly see her, do you think she would be too recognizable? As as she is. I'm not saying mm. if she's a Twi'lek or if she's any kind of other species in Star Wars. Do you think her as an actor, James, would she take you out of the world of Star Wars? 
if I can suspend my disbelief for Bill Burr to be in the Star Wars universe <laughs> as he is, <laughs> then I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is just fine. <laughs> I think so as well. There has been a lot of speculation already on who she may be playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am kind of in the boat of her playing Hera. I think that would be really, really cool for uh, mm-hmm. her to play Hera from Rebels, of course. Um, I think it was Katie you shared in the GUA chat. Somebody was like, oh, she would kind of look kind of you know, like a younger leia and I was she does like, oh, that's kind of true like i so what katie who do you think she could play it's probably more going to be a hera um just specifically because of the storyline they're going for though we'll talk about it later because i did come up with a theory um but ahsoka is supposed to be the hunt for ezra and thrawn um finding ezra after he was taken off uh, with Ron with the Purgles uh, at the end of Rebels uh, in the Rebel season finale. So it's probably going to be more of a Hera because I don't expect there to be a reason for Leia to appear in that show. Um, you Now you could also kind of say, oh, okay, Leia and Ezra maybe had a bond. So that's possible uh, because they really got along in their Rebels episodes. Um, but I definitely think Hera or an original character, um, because uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, uh, I think potentially because we know the Book of Boba Fett, um, the Mandalorian, and Ahsoka are all supposed to wrap up in a big cumulative event facing down with Thrawn. That's the big rumor. That's what Kathleen Kennedy said. The goal for these shows was to happen so my thought press is for the book of boba fett that the pikes are working for thrawn or some emissary of thrawn so it, like uh winstead could potentially be working for thrawn she could just be somebody who has information and i i you know i always say uh she, that person has a little too much star profile to be used as a cameo but so far we haven't seen danny trejo appear back on screen and goodness knows at three o'clock in the morning when i saw that episode i said that's danny fucking trejo (laughs) so (laughs) well now that you say somebody who could possibly working for thrawn who was it and i am actually attempting to look at them very very quickly oh uh, via google what i saw was um jordan mason tweeted a picture of her and Admiral Natasi Dalla from Star Wars Legends. And they do look very similar. Uh, Admiral Natasi Dalla um, is a phenomenal female Legends character. She worked for the Empire. She did a lot working with Tarkin um, and was powerful in the Empire and kind of led the Imperial Remnant. Um, so she worked with a lot of super weapons. Um, and so it would make sense to kind of make that connection with Thrawn if you wanted to bring that character in and kind of manipulate some of her history and legends. She's a great character. Um, she goes on to become the leader of the Galactic Republic um, in the end of Star Wars Legends until she's kicked out because she did some not so nice things. But <laughs> Empire's going to Empire. So I think True. she could be a really cool character to bring in working for Thrawn and that would be a really great role for Winstead to just kind of continue on. So 
Yeah. I don't remember her name specifically, but there is a female admiral or not, not admiral, but general or captain uh, that basically works alongside Thrawn for a good amount of the series that Captain had... Pelion? Is it Pelion? I she has like oh. the shorter hair. Oh no, she They're... died. She died. She did. Did she... the governor? Did she die? I don't know if she At Price. What's her Arinda Price? Price. I think that is it. That rings a bell. Sure. Let's see here. Let me look. Google people, we're doing it live. No, um... I got I got the share. I got the share. This person. Yes. Is yeah. she dead? She dead. Damn it. I was like, you can kind of, oh. you know, maybe, but okay. If she's dead, then it's a no. But she died at the end of Rebels. I don't remember that. Price was, was it the explosion? The final like battle the... between the rebellion and Thrawn's forces remaining loyal to the Empire to the end. Huh. I'm gonna have to watch that last episode of Rebels then. Especially, <laughs> I mean, with Ahsoka coming up. I do think this is going to be the Rebels reunion. Mm-hmm. Um don't know if we will see uh Freddie Prince Jr. show up in this uh <laughs> in this show whatsoever. Um, which would be so weird. Um I think just like uh, Ahsoka though, you have to just recast for that role. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you can't have if you put Freddie Prince Jr. in a Jedi robe and give him a wig to or even buzz his head and give him a goatee or something to make him look like freaking uh uh his character on Rebels, I just like it just would look weird. It would look weird any way you attempt to do it for Freddie Prince Jr. I'm sorry, he's just too old. That being said, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just for just for them to attempt to do it. I, uh, I want to see they can they can take it back if they want to, but I just want to see them try just <laughs> just so we can get that. Image. Like you know what, that was a mistake. You know, almost almost like how they did Luke Skywalker and the whole CGI. You know, de aging. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what, maybe we should hire that dude from YouTube. He could hire. He, he could fix some things. Now. <laughs> you know, round some edges a bit. Um, yeah. But I I think that. She would be amazing as Hera. I loved Hera in Rebels. I think she was very much the glue in that series. Um, she was a hardhead as well as a captain. And she had all of the traits of a leader. And I would like to see that come back around, uh, especially mm-hmm. in live action. I think my biggest thing with potentially casting her as Hera is a lot of the Rebels cast were typecast as people of color. So Hera was um, like... That is true. I I can't think of the exact name, but like Twi'leks are oftentimes like the African spin and like she's got a little bit of French in her because that's where the Twilight accent came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it's a French accent. So mm-hmm. uh, Sabine has been cast as um, West Asian, I think? East Asian? I think so. Mm-hmm. Something. So Hera, I'd like, if Hera appears, I'd like to see Hera kind of cast appropriately. Um, so, but I, I think 
Natasi Dalla is a great option. Um, I wrote this article for uh, Wabam Entertainment, and she was one of the characters that I wanted to see come to live action because she's just such a great, powerful character. She fits into the storyline that's happening. So, could could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we um, will wait. Oh, uh, I believe I shared this in the GWay chat. Uh, it is said for the filming of Ahsoka to officially start in spring. So in like Ooh. two months, right? Yeah. So Mandalorian's got a Mandalorian season three has to finish. And then uh, Ahsoka is supposed to take over that stage process. That was actually what I was going to say. Clay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, that's basically all we have. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm still really hoping that we get like a f- official cast list like we did for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think that was a yeah. great decision uh, for Lucasfilm to do. It kept a lot of people from going, okay, is this person actually in, in this show? Like, Yes, here they are on a silver platter. Yeah. So it'd be really nice to see. And like the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing didn't even like share who they were going to be playing. Obviously, you knew like Hayden Christensen, Anakin, Darth Vader, but it doesn't have to be like that. When did we get that? Do you remember? So they started filming and we got that almost immediately. Yeah. Like, I think we got it like a day after they started filming. Holy crap. That feels like so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I mean, I feel like everybody says this all the time now just because it's like getting so close to those days. I'm just like, drop it on celebration, drop it on May the 4th. You know, just, just <laughs> the, the obvious days, just give us information because you didn't give us any information on Disney Plus Day. I'm no, still going, I'm still going to be salty None. about it. Still going to be salty about it. Um, but. With that, I think that is it for the news. Um, I feel like this discussion for the Book of Boba Fett will, in fact, go a little long. So let's go ahead and take our ad break now, and then we will compensate for if we need a third one. So guys, remember, we don't choose the ads or the volume or how many times they repeat, but we will be right back. And we are back. So, spoiler-free <laughs> thoughts. It is really difficult mm. for the book of Boba Fett in this episode to be spoiler-free thoughts. From but... frame one, it's all spoilers. <laughs> it really is, though. Um, I will say this. Um, I kind of, like, trolled uh, the GV chat immediately after the episode <laughs> finished um, at 3 a.m., this morning (laughs) um and i was like hmm i wonder how many people are gonna say this is their favorite episode of the book of boba fett you know um and we'll talk a little bit more in depth about that for sure but my spoiler free thoughts is i was not expecting this to go the route that it did i absolutely loved it uh freaking bryce dallas howard uh give her anything and everything uh mm-hmm. i think she deserves it uh if she, if she needs to have her own show give it to her um so there's that and i will say again guys there's a reason why i'm wearing this shirt so it's, it's just <laughs> all good. it's so good um but uh james you're the guest so how you go ahead and go first listen it's not what i expected at all 
And I don't like it for the same reasons that I liked the first four episodes. However, when it comes to live action Star Wars, you're just not going to get much better than this. It was incredibly made. I believe in Bryce Dallas Howard's supremacy. Give her all the Star Wars from yep. now on. Because this was... I can't say anymore because it's all spoilers, <laughs> but yeah, this, this was awesome. I was, I was up at like 2 AM my time watching the episode and I was tired going into it. And by the end I was jumping up and down, pumping my fist up in the air. And that's how I like to feel after watching some good star Wars. Yeah. 100%. Katie, what about you? So for me, I'm going to quote my review directly. Um, is the book of Boba Fett has always been portrayed as book 2.5 with Mandalorian. Um, so while uh, this episode may feel like part of a different show, it's meant to. And this truly is the best of Star Wars right here, y'all. <laughs> truly the yes. best of Star Wars. Guys, Give- oh, I was just going to say, if you have not watched the show yet, and for some reason don't want to watch it before you listen to this, Go find Katie's article about this. has an <laughs> awesome recap and an awesome mm-hmm. review. Uh, really great job, Katie. I really did Thank enjoy you. it. Uh, but let's jump into spoiler, for, spoiler-filled thoughts. Uh, James, just like you, mm-hmm. I turn this. I, I'm sitting here at my computer at 2 a.m. Turned it to full screen. You see, the. I love the intro just to. to to the star wars shows i absolutely Mm -hmm. do you see the generic star wars logo and then you just see this meat factory and i'm at first i will say i was like this is not star wars like just the meat factory (laughs) and i was like i don't know how i feel about this and then you see freaking dinjarin just walk through that door and i sat immediately up there was there was no like oh I wonder when you know things are gonna start popping nope it's I am done questioning everything my attention is now on the screen let's go he and- literally y'all I woke up at I woke up late this morning so I woke up I got mm. out of bed at like three o five went to the bathroom and I looked at Twitter and the first thing I see is fuck yeah from Clay <laughs> like- <laughs> I was still watching the show and on my other screen I just like. Fuck yes. Uh, and I want to address this right now. Joe is saying in the chat, oh, you mean the first episode of The Mandalorian Season 3? Guys, just like Katie's article said, this kind of feels like its own separate show. It feels like a different show that we've already seen before, but it's supposed to. As much as there was a fan base before Din Djarin, they started this series of Star Wars with Din Jaren. There is a brand new fan base around it. He is the one that brings the hype. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, it's just the way it is. And I am okay with that. I am, I am, and I'm not saying that we need to push all of the Boba Fett fans away. No, I'm saying that because they decided to go this route, he's our leading man. Boba Fett was never meant to be the leading man. He's only a part of the story. And so to see him in all of his glory, in all of the Beskar, I was just like, this is so effing amazing. And 
I will admit there came a time where I was like, all right, anytime now, we're just going to see Boba Fett. We're going to see Boba Fett. (laughs) And then there came a time where I didn't even think about it. I was just so Mm. drawn in to what was happening, to all of the Easter eggs, to the cameos. I was just like, holy crap. Okay, we're really doing this. Cool. And oh, go, go ahead. So, y'all, just to kind of, like, reiterate what Clay has said, my, so I've been getting up at 3 a.m. every Wednesday to do the recaps since episode two. My recaps, last week's recap got 82 views on it as of about five minutes before we started podcasting, y'all. When I start, when we started podcasting, my episode five recap is at almost 6,000 views. Never seen anything like it. Because <laughs> Jaren is here, and it's, it's absolutely insane yes joe it is called the book of bubba fett but it is in fact the mandalorian chapter two book 2.5 because the cast thought they were filming mandalorian season three when they were they thought they were filming mandalorian season three for like two weeks until they were told i am pretty sure we have all read a book in our lifetime We have all played a video game in our lifetime. We have all seen a movie in our lifetime. Tell me that there has not been a time where we move away from the plot to go into a different direction to explore the world. This is just a part of the story. We've always known this. And the story started technically with The New Hope. But in this story, (laughs) it was The Mandalorian. This is always where it's been. And yes, Boba Fett is the lead for this show. But we knew with the music that came around at the end of last episode, they're going to bring Mando for something. Mm -hmm. And you don't bring the hype man without Without all the the hype. Exactly. So you can't just bring him to be like, yes, I understand. You very much could. You very much could have been like, okay, Din Djarin's going to be here for one mission. He's going to go on a separate way. He's going to allude to something that's going to happen in season three of his own show. And then he's off around his merry way. But there is something said specifically at the end of this episode that I'll go ahead and address right now. He goes and sees, well, Finnick sees him. And he's like, okay, well, you know, it's on me. I'll do this for free. But first I have something to do. So who do y'all think that is? I he's hmm. going he's going to go on to season three of Mandalorian. I think the building of the muscle uh-huh. for the book of Boba Fett right now is building up to season two. I think that's what it is. Yes, there's, so there's going to be a season two of Book of Boba Fett. I do think there is going to be a season two. I think that you're next. What this is episode five, so you have three mm-hmm. more episodes. I think your neck. I thought it was eight episodes. No, it's two more. It's oh seven. no! Okay, so I think with your your two episodes that you have left, you get possibly a confrontation with the Pikes with a big draw dropping moment. You only need two episodes with that. That's all mm-hmm. you need, and that is either the confrontation with that of Akira or a Han Solo. That's mm-hmm. how you that's how you end season one. 
So I almost kind of feel like the next episode could be a uh, parallel story between Boba and Din and that they could possibly meet up in the finale. But I can totally see this just building up for the next season of um, Book of Boba Fett season two. However, yeah. like like we said, this is basically the Mandalorian season 2.5. And that's also why focusing so much on Din doesn't bother me so much because it's not as if we're being crow. It's not as if the character is being crowbarred in here. I mean, it's the same creative team across everything. It's yeah. one continuous big story. And I was happy to see him, especially with him in that weird meat factory you brought up. Pulling out the dark saber and okay. showing us what he can do. I love I... the fact that he can't do shit with it. I love it <laughs> because no, because because like you always get the cliche. Oh, I got this brand new weapon, and I'm already a badass with it. Uh-huh. Like this dude has not held a saber or a lightsaber like ever. So mm. why would he automatically just have all of this experience with it? No, he's learning, and I and I do enjoy that. When he freaking seared his leg, I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so intense. And, again, I like, I will say, as much crap as Travis was giving this show, he loved this episode because it's our boy Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But he he is the new bounty hunter. He is the one that is the Mandalorian. He, you know, well not anymore apparently but you know (laughs) i (laughs) i completely agree with how people feel when it comes to this man showing up on screen pedro pascal like he he puts on the hype for this series and for this franchise so far um you know it it was people who were very much divided and you can talk to nathan i saw him at the very beginning of this uh, in this chat, he says right here, pretty messed up that the best episode of Book of Boba Fett didn't even have him in the entire episode because there was people that were divided with the sequel trilogy and then that episode one of Mandalorian dropped and people mm-hmm. were like, holy crap, what is this? Like, People almost thought like, holy crap, this is like Boba Fett, but not Boba Fett. And mm-hmm. people just fell in love with this character. And that's okay. People can fall in love with new characters. It's a-okay. Um, but I did I did laugh at everyone this morning after the reaction. And they were like, so who's going to tell the intern he uploaded the wrong episode? I, like, <laughs> I was dying laughing at that. I, like... there, there has actually been some people that are pretty salty at the fact that there wasn't Boba Fett in this episode. And I... I get it. I understand. But at the same time, I also understand that, you know, you have to remind people, hey, it has been a while since season two. And we promise we're working on it. We're promised that we are still telling a bigger story because it very much feels like, yes, we're in the book of Boba Fett, but there is something bigger going to happen. Like with with everything that has been leading up to this, I do think there are there will eventually be that promised crossover between yep. Ahsoka, Mandalorian, and Boba Fett, you know, and whoever else joins the plethora of Star Wars characters that we've been oh, seeing on the small screen. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but so, okay, we gotta we gotta jump to it. My girl Emily Swallow, the armorer, 
love mm. her absolutely love her she's she's badass i i always just as soon as i hear that voice i'm just like oh man i miss supernatural so much uh (laughs) (laughs) but this was also kind of like so we all know what happened in the mandalorian the Mm -hmm. their their clan basically was wiped out and they even say it here there's only three of us left and dude, as soon as as soon as Din grabs that dark saber, you see that under Mandalorian just stare at it, and you know, oh fuck, what's gonna happen here? You know that this motherfucker yep. is probably just gonna be like, <laughs> nope, that's mine. It's all mine. I'm the ruler of Mandalore. You know, mm-hmm. I. Fun fact: Paz Vizsla is voiced by John Favreau. Yes, he is. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that out today. I was um, trying to place that voice like the entire episode. So he actually voices uh, pre Vizsla in mm. um, the Clone Wars, and so and so that it's hearkening back to that role. As Bob says, she should have told Mando that what he did wasn't the way. <laughs> yes. So what ends up happening is she does end up. Uh, before we get to that specific moment that he's talking about, uh, Din finds them through some information that he gets from somebody who hired him um, from mm-hmm. that bounty that he collected at the very beginning of the episode. He finds them. He shows them the Darksaber. He's able to train a little bit with the Darksaber. That is when the other Mandalorian is like, hey, that was actually forged by my ancestors. It really belongs to me. I want to fight you for it. Mando accepts the duel and they go at it. And at the end, instead of striking him down, the armorer says, Hey, have you ever taken your helmet off? He says, No, never. Okay, have you ever had somebody else take it off? No, never. And then she looks at Din. Have you ever taken off your helmet? And I want to ask you guys, (laughs) He has, Mm. but I want to ask you guys, why didn't he lie? Because I think Din is just a fundamentally, at least through his journeys, he's a very honorable, good person, which is weird to say about a bounty hunter of his caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has he has his own internal code that may yeah. be a little separate from um, from his particular clan. But he also takes the word of Mando's, you know, the 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 vow very seriously. He's always taking it seriously, even when like the the two times that he took off his helmet were very circumstantial. Uh-huh. Uh, the very first time, of course, he was about to die. And I can never remember the droids number uh was talking to him he's like well i'm not human so you're good to go you can take off your helmet if you need ig10 was it 10 there we go i, I it wasn't ig88 ig88 like the legit bounty hunter yeah um, it was ig10 or 11 one of one of the two and then and then the second time was that very emotional uh reveal of his face well technically so, three times no, three. three times yeah. i forgot about the time when they were because he there. takes it off with the droid the stormtrooper when he has to have a facial scan to get the information he's looking for and then mm-hmm. the emotional... and then the one with grogu so three times uh Bub says it was ig11 uh so there he's taken go. it off three times i i understand that but at the same time it's just like how are you gonna know 
How you gonna well, and I think it boils down to because, like, in this whole sequence, because we're with the armorer and Paz Vizla for probably like 20 25 minutes, mm-hmm. and so we get like an awesome history lesson. They talk about the Mythosaur again, which is a reference back to season one, which is a reference to Star Wars Legends. Um, and uh, she takes the Beskar saber, the Beskar spear, and melts it down into, I think like a chain link beskar armor for grogu mm-hmm. i think um but we get what do you like, what uh, do you guys think uh, it is though so because he because he has the whole conversation you know oh he's with his own people she's like oh well they can't form attachments he's like oh but i want to see him i want to make sure he's okay he's my buddy he's my child you know he's my homie and that's the and, creed <laughs> and he that's when i that's when i meant when he said he does take this stuff seriously because he's like oh well that's the complete opposite of what we do you know uh mm. you know solidarity and what was the other word he, he I, loyalty I and solidarity yeah loyalty there and solidarity go. uh is our vow and she's like well what do you want for the youngling grogu and he's uh he says does he say he, armor or does he, he doesn't say anything? Mm-mm. He doesn't. He, oh, he doesn't say anything. And then just, it just goes to her burning the mm-hmm. Beskar spear. So you get a quick glimpse of what looks like chain mail hitting mm-hmm. the table or whatever it is that she is forging it onto. And then ironically, the little knapsack <laughs> looks like Grogu's looks head. Like Grogu's head. <laughs> uh, very, very cute. Um, I was looking up jedi chainmail, jedi armor there has never been outside of like like just fan art legit chainmail for jedis mm-hmm. and i'm trying to picture grogu with like the chainmail like helmet headdress and like this big thing of chainmail, just him wobbling with it i don't know what a it, lot of beskar it was yeah I don't know what this will be. Uh, Taylor even said on their review, um, he would have expected it to be like a lightsaber hilt. That would have been kind of cool. If that's possibly something that could have happened. But I don't know. I honestly don't know what it could be. I I don't know, but I definitely thinking like some sort of chain mail. Um, but like just the history lesson we get in here and everybody can say, oh, that should have been last season or whatever. Yeah. You, yeah. That time probably could have been spent better, um, where that was, uh, leading in a different direction, but to get that history lesson and to see the droids, like the K2SO, I was like, man, I want to fight K2SO now. And like, I love K2SO. It, mm, it looks so, like Terminator mixed with Star Wars. It was terrifying. Yes. Um, even like the the bombs and how you see like the outline of a Mandalorian just basically getting disintegrated, and then you see the helmet graveyard at the very end mm-hmm. of it. Like the, I'm just su- so surprised at how Bryce Dallas Howard was able to like visually just like do all of that. Mm-hmm. It looked give amazing. her all the things. Yes, um, I I suggested on the GUA chat. Uh, possibly give her Bo-Katan. Um, oh, yeah. And and oh, have yeah. her do the rumored show that is possibly in development right now. Um, so we get all that. Uh, I really we... like... Sorry, one more thing. I really like how we talked about how 
um, Jaren doesn't do well with the dark saber, but in his fight with Vizsla, Vizsla actually manages to knock the saber out of his hand and get it, and is like, and now you meet your end. And, and Jaren all of a sudden anything. is just, yeah. And Jaren's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass now. Like, and uh, like now that I, now that wins. I don't have all this weight of the saber <laughs> on me, he's like, I think throw that, that is, shit away. I think it's very interesting the way that the lightsaber has like a life of its own in the sense of the weight of the saber that it puts on to people. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you saw it with, with Din Djarin. You saw it with, uh, what was his name? Uh, the one he was Sabine has a problem. Sabine um, had a problem with this. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was very, very cool. The planet that they were on, um, I just recently just beat Halo Infinite, so I was like, "Why is he on a Halo ring?" That's what Matt said. I was really confused. It also reminded me, if anybody has watched the Disney movie uh, Treasure Planet, it looked like the moon yep. uh, on there. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, this is so freaking cool!" I love how like the way it rotates, like you get sunlight or whatever mm. every like fifteen minutes or so. Um, so that was visually like just beautiful within itself. Um, but because of that fight and because of the answer that Dinjarin gives that he has taken off his helmet, um, he is no longer a Mandalorian in their eyes. And the only way to basically redeem himself is to go to Mandalore uh, or no, not Mandalore. It was a, uh, he would have to bathe in the waters under the Mandalorian mines, which yes. mines no longer exist. Yeah. Convenient. Very convenient. Convenient. Yeah. Um, so he just goes off. And of course, he mm-hmm. is he's off to I think he is determined to find some way to redeem himself, um, because like you guys said, he honors this code and he wants to be there because he they were always there for him. Um, right. I just find it interesting, though, because we leave him with Bo-Katan. Um, w- w- the other wrestler cries. Um, Sasha Banks. I can't think. Yeah, Sasha Banks' mm. character. Um, Cara Dune, obviously, which obviously she's not coming back. Um, Boba Fett and Finnick Shand. They're all on uh, Moff Gideon's Imperial Cruiser. So how did Jaren get here, especially because he doesn't have a Razor Crest? Um, what happened to Bo-Katan? Mm-hmm. That because she, she was furious he had won the dark saber. She was like, "No, I was supposed to defeat him and get it." Um, and so it's just, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because uh, for me, his little friend at the end, I think we're gonna see Bo-Katan next episode, and we're gonna get a conjoined, like you said, James, uh, where mm-hmm. we get Boba Fett and then we get Jaren, and though we kind of split the episode. And then from there, we get the final episode. Because, like, with the way they just put it as the Mandalorian book 2.5, I don't see getting a season two. I don't see it. Like, I think Boba Fett is... Something's going to happen where Boba has to leave Tatooine. And he just is along for the rest of the ride uh, with Hmm. the Mandalorian. Okay. I can really see it going either way at this point. um, Mm -hmm. Because... So much of the Book of Boba Fett has been self-contained up to this point, 
that it seems like the way we're leading is, you know, Boba Fett implementing the way of the Tusken Raider tribe mm-hmm. that um, he had spent so much time with into uh, into Tatooine and defeating the Pike Syndicate. Um, but I don't know this this episode in particular packed in about a season's worth of content <laughs> in a yep. way that didn't even feel overwhelming. It just felt thrilling. So now my entire perception of what this series is, what its place is in this grand narrative is completely <laughs> washed away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, he goes to, of course, Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he has, has to take the star liner. Uh, where yeah. he has to turn over all his weapons, and I was dying I was, laughing at all that. I was laughing at all of that. Um, it's a very classic cliche of like mm-hmm. the one badass having to drop all of his weapons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when he got to Tatooine, I was really expecting something to be missing. Um, I I don't know what, what exactly it would have been, but I thought that something would have been missing, and then he would have been like, oh, crap. And then that would veer him away from Tatooine. And then we would, again, because my mind would immediately remember, oh, wait, this is still the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Probably we're going to get Boba Fett here. Uh, <laughs> but we didn't. It was all Din Djarin's Mandalorian. Um, but he goes and he visits. Uh, I love how Geekverse has dubbed her uh, Miss Frizzle. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, she has found a very familiar ship for him. Um, this is so freaking sweet. Now, I will say he has swapped out a very nice, you know, cargo ship for a very tight sitting freaking starfighter. Uh Uh, How do you guys feel about this change with how big the Razor Crest was to what he now has? I mean, as a diehard fan of the prequels, <laughs> I was screaming. It was everything I wanted. <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, is she about to show him a pod racer? Like Anakin's pod racer? It and- almost looked like it. And I was, I, I just had the, I, for, I keep forgetting the actor's name, but I just had the line stuck in my head. Now this is pod racing. Um, yeah, Jake Lloyd. I I was I was like, is this gonna be like a weird amalgam of a pod racer and a ship? Like, what is this? And then when you see the full body, I was like, oh, I know yep. that ship. I know that ship. And also, there's a little cameo in here of a certain droid. If anybody has played the mm-hmm. Fallen Order. Um, of course, I don't think it is BD-1, but it nah, is a BD uh, unit. Series. Um, unit. Yeah, series. And as soon as I saw him, I like melted. I was like, oh, it's BD! And then the, <laughs> like, there's moments where he is helping Mando build the ship. And the one thing that I absolutely love to do in fallen order when i'm just playing casually when i like go up to grab a drink from playing or something i will Mm -hmm. come back and i will just sit and stare at the screen because you will see bd just doing some of the just most random stuff and here he like did a little dance with his little legs and i was like this is so adorable i need a bd unit i want (laughs) one um i got uh brent our 
uh, co-host for Marvel Alliance, I got him a little excited just to kill his dreams when I thought a BD <laughs> unit was available to build at Disney World. And in fact, it wasn't. So Aww. I'm sorry, Brent. Um, but sorry, they, Brent. It, it should be available to build. Um, but yeah, he he gives this ship a whole new paint job. Um, she convinces Mando to actually take it. Um, he takes it on a awesome test drive through the pod racing freaking caverns and everything like Mm. it was so nostalgic it got me all giddy i was smiling through the entire thing now we got another cameo here when he goes off into uh the outer reaches of this planet Mm. so i suggested to travis and taylor that this may be him because people are like oh yeah he's been in the other shows whatever i think this is just another obligation through contract because he was rumored to have his own show in the oh, rangers yeah. of the republic um or the i can't remember yeah, rangers exactly. of the new republic yeah rangers mm-hmm. of the new republic excuse me and i do think that like okay, we spent all of this money on you and we can't just like throw you away because you're actually really good talent. We're just going to keep throwing you into these random episodes. Um, And I'm totally okay with it. I know that... I am too. We always complain about how Star Wars is a much bigger galaxy and we need to see bigger parts of that galaxy. But just conveniently, this one person is just everywhere when it comes to (laughs) Disney Plus shows. It's great. Um but just the 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 power that is shown through this new ship that Din Djarin has is great. I love mm-hmm. it. Oh, is that the case? Joe says the other pilot was the body double for Luke and Mando. Whoa. Huh. I didn't the more you attention. know. The more you know. Um, he looks... It, I didn't... Obviously, I couldn't tell really with the hair or with the helmet covering the hair, but like when you look at the behind the scenes content. Oh, that's funny. S Bubs and Joe said it at the exact same time. <laughs> it says exactly the exact same time. Y'all dropped it. That's hilarious. Nice. Um good job, y'all. But going going oh, go off ahead. Of go this, ahead, James. Oh, sorry. Uh going off of this sequence uh with his new with his new ship. Um this has to be the best. A TV show has ever looked, and I don't say that yes with hyperbole, but we're at a point where the budget. Well, I don't even know how high the budget was, but from the Ring City to this big sequence, yeah, I have never, and I hope I will continue to see a show feel this visceral and real and comparable to what you'd see on the big screen. I'm I'm still in awe. I mean, it it looks very much even better in some regards to some of the sequel trilogy stuff. One mm-hmm. of my favorite shots in the sequence is when the two rangers are like coming up, like right when he is starting to hear them connect via comms. He's like, uh, I can't remember the uh, the phrase that he uses. But it's a down below shot from the very front of the ship inside the cockpit. Mm-hmm. And you just see him going side to side, spinning yep. outside in space. And it's gorgeous. Like yeah. just the shine of the Beskar with how they were able to really blend that green screen in. It looked 
so good. So good. Mm-hmm. It looks so so good. I 100% agree with you, James. <laughs> the quality that this uh, content has become is mm-hmm. immaculate. I absolutely loved it. Um, oh yeah. Spub says this episode was probably about twenty million dollars and more. Uh, I would agree. I would yeah. 100% agree. I think that when it comes to the Mandalorian and not necessarily Boba Fett, but I mean, it's all within the same pocket. Yeah. I think that they are probably right below what the Marvel Disney, excuse me, at the Marvel Disney Plus has been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is closer to what I think we've seen be like $350 million or something like that. Yeah. Like per mm-hmm. season. So I, I could see them really pushing that that budget for stuff like this for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With those with those Marvel shows, there's still kind of a sense that yes, I'm watching a TV show. Um, but with this, yeah, I was I was swept away, y'all. It especially it reminded me of how far we've come in TV because Game of Thrones mm-hmm. used to be the big high watermark for how TV could look. And this yeah. makes that look antiquated by comparison absolutely every moment in this episode i felt like i was along for the ride like i felt like i was on the back of mando's shoulder the whole time like Mm -hmm. you just felt engrossed in every scene you were in and that speaks volumes for the cinematographer as well as bryce dallas howard's capabilities so yeah Mm -hmm. uh says mando season one each episode was 15 million so i'm assuming the budget is increased due to the success of the past seasons very much, very much. I, mm-hmm. I, I could totally agree with that. Um, but we end this episode with, like we said, uh, the uh, I, I want to say confrontation, but it's the uh, the talk between Finnick and Din Djarin, uh, alluding at the fact that they are going to be hiring him. He's doing it for free. But he says, and I think people need to understand that phrasing, he says, but first I need to do something. Mm-hmm. So he said, but I, first I need to go see a little friend. Yeah. So I, I do think that little friend is Grogu. Like, I, but how do you know where Grogu is? They're going because to Luke and Grogu completely walk off screen before. And you just see Pedro Pascal with tears running down his face and they're, they're gone. Hey, Luke just took his son. He's got to drop like a tracker or something on Grogu. <laughs> you know, it it's it's not gonna be like because I know I know when it comes to continuity, when it comes to timelines and everything else, me and Katie complain about this stuff the most. And if yeah. it doesn't make sense, we're gonna say something about it. So I know we're gonna say something about it, but I'm willing to wait and see. Uh, so far. The Mandalorian show has not steered me wrong um, when it comes to storytelling, when it comes... The only thing that I... Like, Taika Waititi's episode at the end of season one was mm-hmm. eh for me when it came to the humor, but everything else just mm-hmm. hit great. Um, I am super excited for what's to come. We have two more episodes left on the Book of Boba Fett. Just remind everybody, I'm not going to be here uh, for the next episode because I am Mm. moving. Um, But but the illustrious Joe who is in the chat will be here next week. Yes, he will be here talking about uh, the uh, penultimate episode where I 
I I will keep saying it until it, it is come true. We will see Kira or we will see Han or we will see Lando. I think one of the trilogy from Solo is going to show up because um, there's always that rumored show from, from Lando or that announced and not in development show from Lando. I, I, I don't even know what they are calling <laughs> at this point, yeah. but we will see. Um, James, thank you yes. so much for joining us. It has been a great conversation. Um, where can everybody find you on any kind of social media or whatnot? Yeah, so everyone can find me at uh, Twitter on my at is at James P. Poole. That's P-O-O-L-E. Um, to read some of my writing, go to fullcirclecinema.com. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. Thank you all so much for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, very, very fun. Yes. Uh, of course, you can always find me at Fanboy Clay. Uh, link tree in the bio of my Twitter, all the shows that I host, DC Alliance, Batman News Weekly, Ranger Alliance, Star Wars Alliance. Yeah, that's all four, right? Yeah, yeah, all four. <laughs> all so, four of your eight, <laughs> nine shows. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, of course, remember guys, review us on Apple Podcasts. Get that omnibus that is out of print. Send us the screenshots. Um, it helps with the algorithm. It helps people find us. Um, and if you don't use Apple, I I completely understand. I don't technically use them. Uh, so if you want to, you can always just go to Spotify, give us five stars or less. Nope. But tell us why. You know, tell us why. We we will have that conversation here on the show. We don't mind it whatsoever. Uh, Katie, where can they find you? So you can find me on Twitter. It's at Slice of Katie. You can also find my Instagram at Slice of Katie as well. Um, James, I will leave all your stuff linked in the description box below. So I'll leave your writer's profile as well as your Twitter. So if you didn't catch any of those, I also leave Clay's Twitter. So you don't have to worry about that. Just go find them in the description box below, y'all. You can find Star Wars Alliance on Twitter. It's at Star Wars Alliance without the A in the wars. We did drop two episodes this week. So on Monday, if you missed it, uh, you can scroll back in the feed if you're on the GUA or the Star Wars Alliance feed um, and find the Fallen Star Review, uh, which is the third book in the High Republic uh, adult series. So that was a great conversation Clay and I had. We look forward to Midnight Horizon coming out next week because that should be interesting. Yes. Clay, did you did you know that it is 484 pages? What? Yes. That's longer than the freaking right? How? <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know. I told you this was more of an epilogue and this will I'm, there's shit's about to go down. Like I shit's feel about it. to go down. <laughs> but y'all, um I will be here next week with Joe and we will be talking book of Boba Fett episode 6 and whatever news hits our deck. Um so make sure you're back here next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And y'all, I want to thank everybody for joining us. We had a lot of people in the chat today. It was great. Uh, and I want to wish everyone a great day or night, whatever time day you're listening or watching. And we will see y'all next time. May the force be with you. See ya. Bye. <laughs>